Coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California, I'm Katie. I'm Anne. And I'm Karen. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Welcome everybody. Um, happy July. Don't no, happy August. July's over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How's everybody doing? It's kind of hot. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, we I were... mean, we don't get the worst of it. Not no. even you guys. You guys don't even get the worst of it. No, we it's can't okay. complain. Because by the time this comes out, I'll be in, in a place where they're still skiing. <laughs> that is true. We like to complain a lot, don't we? Because <laughs> it's like, well, it's, oh, it was so hot this weekend. It's like, we we really have no right. It does exceed um, my temperate region as a Venturan. Sure. It is from 68 to 72. Yeah, you're a weather weenie. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born that way. Yeah, you came from a hot place. Yeah. It is crazy how quickly one can acclimate to Ventura climates. Yes. Yes, very much so. I mean, when we moved out here from, from your neck, from your 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 uh, hometown of Santa Clarita or New Hall. I'm no. from Ven- I'm from Valencia. Thank Valencia. You. Okay, it's all I live in Valencia. I wasn't I didn't that's know exactly I, which part you grew up in. That's how I feel about you can't tell I'm from Valencia. <laughs> it's changed a lot since I lived there, okay? When I lived there, there was nothing but hills. Stevenson Ranch was just well into their beginning lawsuits for building on a wash and there was nothing else out there so it's crazy how it took like maybe one week to get used to cooler beachside weather yeah because yeah, after that i'd visit my in-laws in silmar and say i don't know how you people live like this <laughs> uh we were camping this last weekend in at casitas so it was like i don't know why we thought that camping in uh well ohio adjacent in july was a good idea but you know we had a good time it wasn't that bad there was a breeze it could have been worse it could have been worse yeah. I, it, i've camped Look, in worse it could have been phoenix 119 death valley yeah or, you know. yeah it could have been much Did worse people really camp in death valley yes Ooh. i've camped in death valley <laughs> i've tent camped in, 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 death su- valley. in the summer yeah in oh. the summer i have okay it was with the boy scouts and that's when they were you know out of school so that's when we camped i don't think it was like yeah you're right ian did go and yeah. it was summer yeah they, go, they went to death death valley and then they did their 50 mile hike and <laughs> around death valley no 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 no, no. they okay. would go up to the high to the john muir trail right that's where kevin did his 50 milers as well <laughs> um well who wants to start with what they're working on gonna gonna be a while <laughs> okay do you want to go first i'll or? go I, I i always usually you have a long it, list I, I, um i am most yeah that's true most of the stuff is working on not finished objects so whoever has the most finished objects will balance things out maybe <laughs> so uh i finished a well finished i started working on we're on working on we're on working on <laughs> we're on working on that's right I have four things. I already took pictures and it's already out of my head. Um, I'm going to start with the thing I'm happy about uh, is a quilt top. Ooh. And it's sandwiched. And there was just no time. Oh, that sounds like a finished object in there. <laughs> no. Well, you okay. finished a quilt top. But it's still in progress. True. So. We agreed that a quilt is three finished uh, three finished. Projects. Yeah, you get three steps along the way. Okay, so I'll show you the steps that are not done. Okay. <laughs> in which case, you get to see all of it. This glorious backing, which screams me. This is the color. This is a grunge 
of fabric called swimming pool. <laughs> nice. You can see it. I thought it was being so clever folding it in such a way that y'all wouldn't be able to see it right away, but now it's taking forever to unfold. Also, you're <laughs> on the other side of the table. It's all quilt back at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Y'all are going to be so surprised. Let's see. Uh. Ooh. Ta-da! Aw, that turned cute. out so cute. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Look at that. Yep, this is the trailer uh, uh, quilt top that you were working on when we went on our little trip, right? In be- beginning of May. Nice. <laughs> so I love that you had to, like, decamp from the quilt to talk just yeah. now. <laughs> It's going to be a good size. I really, really wanted to take it on our trip. So I've got this week. I've got the weekend before we go, which is like two two days from now. <laughs> but the quilt. Okay. Okay. So I, the quilting, I decided I'm going to do that wood grain look. I'm going to put it on my, um, my, what is that called? The cutie. <laughs> the cutie frame. Or, but I'm going to turn it sideways. That way I can get the most length from doing that wood grain look because then I think and of course, uh, a um, variegated teal thread. What's the name of the pattern? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's camp out or something like that. I'll look it up. Okay. I'll look it up and we'll put it in the notes. Um, so there's that. And I got to say, giant block quilting with just trees on it was really, really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they went quick. Yep. Once I could get it going. I did try um, laying it across the table to try to do the quilt sandwich. That was a bad idea. I just ended up taking it home, unpinning everything, and um, taking duct tape to the to the to the backing on the carpet. Taping it to the floor. Yeah. Taping yeah. it to the carpet. I always table based. So yeah, I saw I this can't guy. get the hang of table basting without getting wrinkles or puckers underneath. Hmm. I saw this guy. I don't know how to do it. Do it this way. <laughs> And he's like, he seemed like he had a lot of views. It's, and he's like a really precision male quilter. He presses everything and then he finds the center and he puts it out on his, you know, six foot by two and a half foot table. And he uses those um, cheap um, clamps mm-hmm. from like Harbor Freight or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have try those. That? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't stretch far enough. The size that I have doesn't, is oh, not big enough. Ones. For this table. Like yeah. Katie said. You need bigger ones. Bigger well, clamps. I, so I use, I have a like an outdoor table at home that I usually use or I use this one mm-hmm. here or, or I'll pull one outside because um, I always spray based and I just lay out the backing. Like I pressed everything. I lay out the backing over the table and I put the center of it in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And then I usually start, uh, well, no, that's not what I do. I usually start from the top and I'll put down the bat- backing and then the batting, and then the top, and line up the top, and then I'll sort of scooch it down the table a ways and, like, realign everything, scooch it up the table a ways until I get to the bottom, and then I lift up, then I make it, I don't know if this makes sense, then I move it all so it's, like, centered on the table. Again. And Mm -hmm. I lift up the back, and I spray it, and I lay it down, and it's sort of just, like, shimmying it back and forth across the table. But I've also seen people do it with pool noodles, um... Or like so you ah. roll it onto the pool noodle? Yeah, or? you roll ah. each of it onto a pool noodle and then you lay it out and you like unroll a little bit and then you spray it and then you unroll the batting and then you spray the batting and then you unroll the top or you pin it or whatever and you just sort of unroll as you go. That's um, really interesting. That is a really interesting idea. I haven't interesting tried that, idea. but you'd have to have pool noodles the right length 
for that. T- but I've also done it that way by just like sort of folding it mm-hmm. on itself. But yeah, I always I did find waste. it was pretty fast. One if once I duct duct tape it down to the carpet, mm-hmm. um, the biggest hassle was getting in a fight with a cat. Yep, they love to help. And because uh, he was hissing at me, he <clears throat> was not going to move. Don't so you I know it's not a quilt until a cat has walked across it. Oh, he he laid out. He laid and rubbed himself back and forth on it. And it is now a quilt. It is now a quilt. There's also like <laughs> it has some, been approved by your supervisor. Some tradition where you like toss a cat in the air with the four corners. Of the <laughs> when my mom and I heard that, because the cat I, we had growing up had to always like walk across yeah. the quilt while you're doing approve it, the quilt. or do as your cat did of rolling around on it. Yep, I like that. The supervisor, the supervisor, yeah. <laughs> super. Wait, wait, what? Oh, there's a, a knitter we follow that has like Sharon, you know, the Sharon from, from management or from HR oh, or something like that. Casa security, Pink. security. Casapinka has. Yeah. yeah. So from security. Sharon from security is, that's her cat. So then, okay, so number two, I'm working on the Vesuvius tea. That's a crochet tea that just came out by Sandra Gutierrez of Nomad uh, with um, just. N, no, not a K N O M A D, because I know I've seen Nomad with a K. This is just with an N. Um, she's got it in a solid cotton, and I have the uh, Zara Ball in cotton. Oh, me know. And I'm loving it. Someone said it's like a sunset. Yeah, I see that. Very pretty. Yeah, it's got this cream and peach, and then it goes into a coral, and then orchids, and this um, really pretty, just deeper purple, deeper orchid. I'm not sure what that color is, but. And then it'll go back and forth. So it's a gradient stripey thing. It works really well with this pattern, which nice is just four rows. Mm-hmm. Cute. And uh, so that's that was the easier one. There's one that a couple of our regulars have started called The Summer Tea by Kelburn Woolens. I looked everywhere through all of their patterns because I was thinking about making it. And I could not figure out what it was called. Is this the lace called. one? Yes. No, it's not lace. I mean, it's yes, it it's is. a knitted lace, not lace weight. My brain went to lace weight. Yes. Oh, I No, I was knitted lace. Knitted lace. Summer sweater, it's really not, It has this, what they call a butterfly lace. Um, it's, I figure anything that is an eight row pattern really should have a chart, but they do not include a chart. Yeah, I guess. You can make one up, but easy. Because I did do their QR code for more information, and it still doesn't have a chart. Um, and I did. I did make one up. The only thing is that the pattern repeat offsets. Yeah, it shifts. It shifts, which I didn't do at first, and then I had to re- just redraw my outline. But other than that, it it's. I was looking at it, and the reason why I have some linen fabric out is because when I tossed it onto just just to get it as, set it aside, I tossed it on the color of this. Let me put the glasses on. The color that I picked out is this like smoky plum and it is called plum brown there you go um colorway and it, it's got this gray I don't, I don't know if there's really much brown to it it's more what, what yarn is it this is mojave by kelburn woolens and i hadn't i really haven't done anything with kelburn woolens since anna kappa days and certainly nothing cotton and i look i like working with it it so far it's not splitty which is kind of important in mm-hmm. it's got a nice the plies are nicely done and they're not hard on the hands nice and when i threw it on to some fabric i'm like 
Yeah, that linen. Ooh, it's the exact like same the color. Perfect color. I wonder it's why all... you were attracted to that color. The thing is, they were. I was not. This was not. The fabric was not in the room when I was picking colors. <laughs> but I wanted something purpley that's also, you know, got a great tinge. And nice. the reason I pulled this out is also I want to talk about this. Really, I see, Anne. Yeah. I followed your technique. Yep. This is a, I pre-washed. It's not necessarily mine, but it is a good technique that <laughs> the one, I follow. Well, you're, you're, you're the one I, I give credit to because you're the one I heard from. <laughs> so there you go. I'll take it and run. Um, it really, so she, Anne told me about doing a zigzag or some other kind of finishing stitch on the raw edges and then washing your fabric before you wash your fabric and the minimizes. I mean, I do have a little bit of. Well, it's got a fray. A, yeah. a fray, but very, very little. I don't get the, na- I didn't get any of the. The little nesting that happens yeah. when it gets all horrible. I was through the... my surgery before I yeah. wash anything. And one of these days, I will get over my fear of surgeries. Yeah, <laughs> or we will have time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's not scary. I'll... It's a little I mean, scary. You can the be first scared. Time you do it. It's easy though. Yes, it is easy. To me, it's it's the same kind of scare as you have when you first have like a slow cooker and the idea of leaving a slow cooker on at home all day long, and then you realize, oh, that was no big deal. I was also never scared of that. Some of us are. I'm scared of pressure cookers. But Those not, are scared. You're not scared of pressure Not. Cookers. I'm not. Okay. I'm not scared of the Instant Pot because it has a safety valve. I'm afraid of the old school one that sits on the stove and the yes. little thingy on top bobs yeah. back and forth. It yep. can explode. Yep. Yeah. I have, an, I have an Instant Pot because I was gifted one of those. And it did have a safety valve, but the old timey pressure cooker, you have to watch all the time. It's not a set it and forget it. So... Anyway, going back. So I've got this fabric that's going to be either pants. I've got enough for your dress because I didn't lose as much fabric as I would have if I hadn't finished the edges first. And, nice. I, and I put off that I put off that technique because I'm like, ah, it takes more time. But you know what? It takes one minute if you're it, willing to do it. The, it does. It takes hardly any time at all. The thread doesn't matter. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You can empty bobbins. Yeah. It's a great way to kill a bobbin. Oh, that's a great idea. Because yeah. it doesn't matter what color that thread is. That's true. That's true. True. And I, 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 I this this bag might look familiar to you, Katie. <laughs> you put it in the free pile. <laughs> so I put a lot of things in the free pile. You sure did. I, I snagged one. I snagged that. one of her free pile of bags of campers because it's totally it's on suits theme. me. It is on theme for me. And so that's one, two, three. And my last one is the pattern that I finally, that I got written and it's at my tech editors and I, she's also going to make my second sample. So nice. I shipped yarn to her today. Awesome. Um, this is the colorway is that summer cactus. This is that lace poncho. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. And, um, it's coming along, but I'm almost to the end of one ball and I decided that, oh, it's time to wind another one. And when I pull them out, they look very, yeah, yeah, yeah they look very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I am going to blend this. Yeah. Um, I'm not, it's not one of those things. I want to do two rows of each color because that makes a whole wheel. I don't want to break up the wheel. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a row of one and a row of the other. That way, if the color differences look weird, it, it'll still, you'll still see the whole It'll just shape. look like stripes or it something. It just looked like stripes yeah. within the wheel shape. Nice. Um, it's It was all dyed together, but I, I have a feeling that some of this was a previous batch and then she dyed some new stuff. So it may not all be from the same batch, but I mean, when I, when I pull out the skeins, 
um, you can see one has definitely speckles and is a little brighter and the other one is more muted. Yeah. So yeah, but at least you have two and two. Of the yeah, same alternate back and forth. Of. Yep, yep. I, it's it's harder when there's just one off skein. Mm-hmm. I, if you have more than one off skein, at least you can blend it and say, "I meant to do that." Right. You know, it looks intentional. Um, and one of the things in designing this, and I'll talk about it in a later post, is I was looking on how to join these two pieces at the shoulder so that one wasn't stiff and, and you didn't get a bulky seam that is put along the shoulder down down your arm. I don't know about other people, but I'm kind of sensitive to texture. So I decide normally with two, this is this whole thing is in Tunisian crochet, and normally when I do when you finish a portion of your you know a piece of your Tunisian crochet, you will bind it off, do a Tunisian bind off. In this case, I the two pieces are not bound off because when they're done after they're blocked, then you're going to do a joining bind off. And I, it's another thing sort of like a three needle but for Tunisian. Exactly, exactly. You kind of and for this one I found the best way to do it is to put them right sides together. Oh neat. Otherwise the seam, like if you're doing it with crochet, like anytime you do a crochet seam, if you have do it from the right side, your seam is showing. And my whole point was to make this smoother, um, but if you will uh, give that a, a, a tug and let me think. Which you know, is the right side? You're looking at the right side. Okay, very flexible. Mm-hmm. It's got that stretchiness. But it still seems to have structure because you wouldn't want it to like drop, drip down your arm. No, that, that's why I felt like doing it as, in the Tunisian bind-off method, but putting them together like a little sandwich. Cute. And you're just seaming mm-hmm. the insides <clears throat> of the sandwich. So I hadn't seen this technique. I, I don't know if my brain just is outside. I it, it might be, again, I don't claim to do anything new, um, but I haven't seen this technique out there. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so okay. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of, cool. I'm really pleased with myself for how it's that came pretty, out because yeah. it's got a nice stretchiness. Nice. Yeah, yeah it looks good. So that is all four things. Those are some good things. That's a that's a busy month. Yeah, yeah. it was. Nobody's saying it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited that that summer sweater is um a free pattern. You couldn't find it because it's got the most boring name ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> summer, but you know, but sweater. see, like, I was looking in all the Kelborn design setups too, uh-huh. and in their patterns, mm-hmm. and I could not find it on their website. Mm. Even it wasn't even like I was in the sea of. Ravelry. Right. Did you look in kits? Because they sell it mostly in their kits. Well, but they do all of their hat. All those hats are free patterns. All the... Um, oh, that's this is part your, of the year of sweaters. Oh, okay. But, so like, I don't know. It should have been more findable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking I wanted to make it because I'm looking for something to cast on to watch Barbie and Oppenheimer, which... I know everybody did last weekend, but um, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we're we're gonna. My family was gone, so it's just just to me that's a strange pairing. And my son did the same thing; he did a double feature. I think that's the whole point. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that what you're supposed to? Well, it's just like the meme. It's because the first it... time in a long time we've had two vastly different but still excellent movies up against each other on a. Yeah, we haven't this had this kind of exciting release weekend in a long time. Hmm. Um, there was some list, I think it was a BuzzFeed list of like 
they gave examples of every 13 years this seems to happen. Mm. Oh. That there's some amazing two movies uh-huh. that are put up against each other and you have this amazing release weekend and they turn out to be things that like last. I can't tell you any of them. But when I read the list, I was like, yeah, well, those were good. Yeah. Oh, and really? It was 13 years apart every time. I was really surprised at how many people are in Oppenheimer, like big name stars playing. My my son was saying, these are not like bit parts. These are like historical, so many historical people. I um, love Gillian Murphy. So I was in. Like as back in January, mm-hmm. I think they were already mm-hmm. showing the first, um, the first teasers for it. I'm like May. That's so far away, but I'm there. Yeah. But um, I know my husband wants to see it, so he was out of town, and I have to wait. So I think this weekend it'll happen. Um, it didn't work out well that the release weekend was the same weekend as the X Games because we <laughs> wanted to go downtown, uh, yeah. and we had like plans to go see Barbie and go to Paradise Pantry, mm-hmm. and it was like. Maybe we should wait till next week to do you that. But then nothing really came it of it. Not, like it was the X Games in Ventura was nothing. I, I I was terrified. Everybody kept talking about like the traffic apocalypse it was going to be, which did not come about. But I also wasn't downtown proper, so I don't know. Maybe on like Friday heard, night it might have been busy. No, but... no, no. I heard from people who are down there that said that they did such a great job of redirecting the traffic. I mean. You know, Karen, I wonder how well it was attended, to be honest. Yeah, oh, I don't that. know. So this they're, like they're saying, thing. yeah, well, I'm wondering if the money isn't in the broadcasting of it. Right. I don't know how many people go to. Right. Kevin said there was a big push for people to take the train. Yes. So that ah. might have been. But I drove by the um, the fairgrounds and like the parking lot wasn't even half full. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which could be the train thing. Yeah. So I don't know how many people were And there in were attendance. a lot of like park and ride like they do for the fair yes. too. Mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah, I don't know how many people attended, but the city of Ventura said they want to do it again next year. So. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, Tony, <laughs> okay. how come back? They banned <laughs> this Monday. They banned yes, I saw that. Skateboards what say? and. Uh, say what? The skateboards, any wheeled conveyance is not allowed on Main Street. Which is yeah. so funny. Like it was like two days later, they're like, now no more skateboards. Yep. Yeah, but it had been in the works for months. There were no incidents. Just really good timing. <laughs> yeah, there were no incidences where people were hurt or damaged by skateboarders or, or bicyclists. It's the city decided. Yeah. So they put it on Ventura PD's um, Instagram, and the one like part the gist of their of their um, blurb was, in an effort to make Main Street better. We have done da da da, and I'm like, in an effort to make Main Street better, how about you reopen it to traffic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's my two cents. Take it for example, yeah. That's all. I mean, you work down there, so you have I do. The, uh, it the... pisses me off every single day. Yeah, <laughs> as somebody who just goes to visit, I like it, but um, I also don't have to drive down it or you know. Yeah, you don't have regular interaction no. with it. But that would be annoying. It is very annoying. Um, but I'm kind of easily annoyed. <laughs> What? I mean, okay, so I have, right? I know it's news. Uh, there's maybe four traffic lights if you get to go straight down Main Street. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty quick ones. And because Main Street's not very busy in those out the hours that I drive it, there's like, you don't usually have to stop at all those lights. Right. 
it would be nice if they could do it because I've been in cities where they do it like Friday and Saturday night or something. Yeah. Or like just on the weekends they close it to yeah. foot traffic. Like they could do that. But all of those businesses downtown have like have set up like mm-hmm. that would be hard to get rid of. Yeah. Um, like outdoor dining. But yeah, I've been yeah to places and it's like yeah on Friday night mm-hmm. it closes or whatever. Yeah, I've been pl- like I'm I've been I'm realizing I've been places like that yeah. too. Yeah. I say like downtown Whittier does something like that. But in like downtown San Diego, that that there's a certain district and they're Gaslight. set up all mm-hmm. the gas It's all it's closed all the time. It, mm. It's it's mm. we were there midweek last year and for several days and in the summer in the middle of the summer during Comic Con. Well, no, I think that's because I think that's when they that's when they close it. Also, no, well, it's I'm a weird time. I'm saying it was closed with just the outdoor dining spaces taking up spaces in the street. It's still Rona times then though. I don't last think it's year, always been summer? that way. 2022. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's always been that way because I, I've been I, in the gaslight. I agree with you creating. that it has not always been that way. I do think it is something that I don't like happened it. because of Rona. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah. I, I agree. Like anyway. <laughs> she doesn't like it. Well, just take note, everyone. I like a street to I be a street. Should, um, I'm going to give a little like uh, plug to our Patreon right here. Because I think we should do a bonus episode of just like Anne doesn't like this this week. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not always no, negative. No, no, but I'm, I'm just, sure uh, you could come up with some. Oh, things. I probably could. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, Katie, what are you working on? Uh, I am working on uh, my Tolsta tea. I think that's the name of it. Is Tolsta. That what this cute green thing is. Yeah, I was working on it last time we talked. It's almost done. Um, it's a T-shirt. It needs maybe another half inch before I add the ribbing at the bottom. Um, it is that yarn is striping perfectly. I know. Well, like, I've had to maneuver it a little bit. Okay. Because um, even in the yoke, it's not like wildly different. Like it, the the right. proportions not hugely different. The first skein, which goes to like mid, like almost all the way through the yoke, um, I oh. knit the opposite direction of the others, which oh. I noticed later. I, eh. You would never notice. Um, even pointing it out, I'm having trouble, like... Right, it goes from, like, dark green to, like, white. Yeah. And then from here it goes white to dark green, which, like I said, you would never notice. Um, the yarn is Noro Nishiki, which Mm. is, like, 75 cotton, 25 polyamide or something. Um, and I will have used three skeins to make this, which isn't bad. They're 100 gram skeins, but, um... This pattern is um, one of those sort of like choose your own adventure kind of things. Um, The pattern is by, I will read it in one second when I find it on my computer. Um, It's like a, you can pick sort of how you want to customize it. So it's like a blank slate kind of thing. Um, I don't know how you, how she wants her name pronounced, but it's C-R-E-A-B-E-A, Kreab. Kriabia. I don't know. Um, but it's called the Tolsta Tea and it's um, like a blank pattern basically. There's a DK and a fingering weight version and then she shows you a bunch of examples both from her samples and test sample, like test knitters of like add stripes, do a lace pattern, add some eyelets, do some pearl ridges, like all these different ways you can sort of adjust the pattern and make it your own. Um, so for the first one I am doing the DK weight version in the stripey yarn because mm-hmm. it doesn't need anything else. And then this past weekend, I started the fingering weight version. Um, 
in oops a yarn that I bought a couple years ago probably I think it was during Rona times um, it is Forbidden Fibers when they were doing like a uh, the yarn over truck was doing like a Ooh. focus dyer a month yeah. and there was like I don't know I remember you getting this and I was a little jealous of it yeah I feel it's like I posted and I was green. like hey you guys should buy some of this too and it's Forbidden and they all flipped you off for showing us something so pretty yes <laughs> Forbidden Fibers Proverbs is the base. It's organic cotton and linen, like 60 cotton, 40 linen. And this colorway is called String of Pearls. I don't know. I guess like plants. Isn't oh, there like yeah. a cactus? Yeah, yeah, As yeah, I yeah. say that, I'm like, I don't know why it's called that. But it is kind of cactus yeah. color, like a succulent. Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, I think this is like a sport weight yarn, but I'm getting gauge. Um, and then for this one, I'm doing, like I said, the fingering weight gauge. And I'm doing eyelets every... 12 rows to do you know a little bit of something exciting so it's a plain raglan top-down t-shirt pattern it's got short rows for the neckline to bring it up a little bit very basic but like highly customizable and i've got plans for another one too um like actual stripes like changing color stripes um which i may or may not get to but this one is 90 percent, 95 percent done um i think i've got one two three four maybe another row or two before i start my um ribbing and you wisely capped off your sleeves already yep i already did my sleeves truly done it is uh there it's like a half an inch of ribbing for the sleeves so um those are the two things i'm really only working on i don't have anything else major going on so and what are you working on how disciplined (laughs) i just i always go yeah i go in sort of ebbs and flows and i just don't feel like doing a whole lot in the summertime like i like to sew but, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just not, like, super... I wasn't really super inspired with my knitting recently. Yeah. I have felt more, like, engaged with it and excited about it. But I don't want to think that hard right now. Fair enough. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm doing sort of brainless kind of things right now. Did you take these things camping? I took the... Yeah, I took both of them. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, cool. Yeah? What are you doing? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm still, like trying to finish my started things but i didn't like do that much this week this month okay (laughs) um but i am like not wildly veering off of my roadmap that i made for myself i just uh didn't earn the things i started so um february maybe january uh caitlin hunter put out a sweater called northerly Hmm. and it's um fun it's supposed to only be three colors and how many are you doing? But, well, I'm doing one that's in three colors. Okay. Um, I had I all these like weird um, kind of sport to DK weight bits and bobs. Yeah. And um, then I got like a beige to go with them. It all started with there were two balls of green Kenzie left over from the stash exchange this year. <laughs> and I'm like, two balls is very substantial, but like not quite substantial enough right so then i started poking through the all the colors are abandoned things that were not grabbed up in this year's stash exchange nice except for the background except the background which is just a generic beige wool Um, every color on there is just gorgeous (gasps) wow i'm making one it's more i'm doing the pattern calls for 24 to 4 inches 24 stitches to 4 inches and I played around with 20 stitches to 4 inches. So it's um, 
more of a, a worsted weight yeah. um, sweater. And I'm really happy with it. So this pattern has uh, lots of stranding, mm-hmm. teeny bit of lace, and some cabling. So it has like a little bit of everything that is good. Very mm-hmm. cool. Um, the sleeves are bell-shaped. Ooh. Um, but I have this problem where I thought I was done with this gray. Uh-huh. And it, it's a kind of like one of my darker shades. And I let it roll out of my project bag. And I don't know where it is. I was now. gonna say, did you lose it? <laughs> it's at home, but I don't know where. Mm. And it was ball shaped, and so it could be my under dogs something. like balls. Oh well, yeah, they don't usually steal yarn, but they like balls, and it was under ball-shaped. a couch maybe. Because that I would looked, be... yeah, I looked under the couches. Uh, but uh, hmm. well, I hope you recover it. Yeah, so I'm kind of just Kenzie. No, oh. the gray is not Kenzie. The gre- this green and this pink are Kenzie. Because okay. mm. I was going to say, it looks semi-familiar. Like, I might have Kenzie that color in my stash somewhere, but it's a different yarn. Um, well, if you have more of this green. I, I don't know. have any green. <laughs> I don't think I have green. Okay. Because uh, I'm stuck. I was going to do the bottom half green. Are those the, birds like, at the bottom? Yeah, so there's just, like, this last little bit. I'm going to look at like... my stash after I get back. Because I might have Kenzie Green. Uh, well, don't worry about it yet. I, I'm, prob- I'm probably <laughs> going to solve it, but I'm stuck. Back. Yeah. I'm stuck right now because I need to do a color transition, and I'm worried about how much yarn I have in each one. Yeah. So I think I need to go make the sleeves and work the sleeves up to the same point, mm-hmm. and then also and then be looking for this gray. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there might not be enough of anything to do this last little bit. But I won't know until I do the sleeves. You could fudge the bottom into something else right, if you needed right. to. Right, right. I'll figure it out. Um, so while I was stuck on that, it's a really fun pattern. Like, I mean, if you're a Caitlin Hunter fan, you're a Caitlin Hunter fan. Some people mm-hmm. are not. Many people are. Mm-hmm. So her color work's always fun. This is fun because it's got all the textures and um, and fun color work. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll just start another. Sure. I would like to report some exciting news. Oh. Do you recognize what this might be just from the shape of the ball? Yes. Is it back? It's back. Oh, I'm so excited. What is it? What is it? What is um, it? I don't have a ball band, but it was like the limited edition luxury merino or something like that oh. from Michaels. Oh. So they have it in their house brand loops and whatever. Loops and threads. Yeah. Um, the color palette is very different this time. It's more like muted colors and several tweeds. Mm, I like a tweed. But it's great. It's uh, 55% um, merino and 45% acrylic. And it's $10 for the solids are like, I think, Whoa. 410 yards. Wow. Um, it's, a, it's 150 grams. That's like vintage yards. pricing. Cozy wool <laughs> right? merino. But that's not, I don't think that's what they're calling it Oh, it's this a, got time. a new name? But it's the same stuff. Same yarn. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love that yarn. So it's that. Okay, good to know. Yeah. I'm going to go to Michael's. Um, I knew it would be back. You know, I remember you being like, "Yeah, limited edition, haha." Yeah, because it was around for a while. I have a scarcity mindset, so I didn't get my hopes up. I did buy whatever was left the last time I was at Michael's, which I ended up with like one ball of purple and one orange, which is like, which maybe if you found a background would be great for this. It would be because it's like, what do I need four hundred yards of one solid color for? But it is so hard to resist FOMO as soon as they put put on a limited edition or. One time only, limited yeah. time. I'm like, I don't want to miss out. I so, want to make sure I have enough. This time my background, so it's the pattern is done in like a ecru black and then a um, color shifting spin cycle called Devilish Grin. It's a DK gauge? 
Uh, it's twenty. Well, he, here's how I play it. It's twenty four okay. inches to four inches. Okay. So I want sport or fingering in yeah. that gauge. Yeah. Um. So I'm being pretty well behaved using sport. Yes. She's using stuff that's you know a little more sport to DK. Yeah. Um. So navy. And then I have a patens that um, is shifting between red. Mm. It's patens croy, which is shifting between red and orange and browns. Mm -hmm. And then a, a cream. So, like, I have a reverse color palette, kind of, where my yeah. dark is the background and the light is a highlight. And then I have a reddish doing a lot of the color work. I like it. And it's fun. Every bit of it is fun. Even though there's a lot more stitches in this next size. And um, it's... I'm... I don't like making sweaters way oversized, even though that's been a very popular style, because it's so much more knitting. Yes. <laughs> but I'm I'm having enough fun with this one that I'm I'm going with the positive ease on this. So I think I'm going to have like five inches of positive ease on um, the one I'm making to gauge. And I haven't actually measured the other one, but I'll be fine with it being a little oversized. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Then I am working on, there is a, somebody I came across on instagram called alt knots a-l-t-k-n-o-t-s and um did you know that it's like 95 days till halloween no i do know um, you're welcome thank you yeah um so she start. i mean i follow enough halloween kind of creators to know that the 100 days was coming um and so she's doing this cute um countdown Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, where she, like, make one granny square a night and yep. then watch a scary movie. So she's got my movies planned for me already. Love I'm it. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, I'm not going to watch everything already because, like, the second movie in the countdown was something called Demonic, and it was only available for, um, like, rent or buy, and it had a 19% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So... I'm just not going to do it. Pick your own movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I watched the first one, Grave Encounters, and that's not something I would have picked because it's found footage, but it was actually kind of good. Yeah. Um, sort of making fun of the ghost hunting <laughs> shows. So I didn't. She went with Joanne's Big Twist, and I'm going with Michael's brand. And I used almost exactly the same colors, which is a bright yellow, a rainbowish, multi. Kind of neon -y rainbow. Yeah. And a neon slime green and a hot pink that's going a little more to the orchid. It's very fuchsia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like neon fuchsia. Yes. Exactly. And then um, a safety orange, which I think that's what they actually call it, which is the most, they're changing this yarn, which was the Craft Essentials, which uh -huh. was their cheapest. I think they're pushing Red Heart out, actually, because yeah. it didn't look like there was a spot they're for Red Heart They're replacing everything with oh. their yeah. I'm not brand. sad. Well, I mean, Red Heart has a place, and they have great multicolors. I, I don't believe I don't believe Red Heart has a place. I believe okay. that there's some alternatives that are comparable. Okay. Red Heart has its place. I need to make a Christmas stocking, and I need white Red Heart, so I apparently mm -hmm. need to get to Michael's. Right? Uh, no, like I didn't see it there. Okay, so uh, I'll need to get to actually Fabric Town has it, yeah. so I'll go to Fabric Town. Yeah. Um, so they're shifting the colors too because these are not the neons I bought when I made my neon sweater earlier in the summer, or uh -huh. like in May. So the pink is this more orchid thing. I love that. It is not the 
the other, you know, yeah. eye poking hot pink yeah. that I had some <laughs> left over. I was like, I'm going to start this tonight and I'll just make pink squares to start because she also has it color coded to movie genre. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, and so the idea is you make, you're going to make these hundred squares and you'll have a blanket by Halloween ish because I'm, I, I mean, I see a flaw in that <laughs> where you make a hundred squares counting down 100 nights to halloween but then you need you a major to put 100 it together square on halloween but it's fine i'm you know whatever like i've ever finished a granny square blanket anyway come on i have you have a, a beautiful have. one in rios yes but i mean usually like yes. have you guys seen the latest elise myers about being a crochet no Mm-mm. it's like oh yes i yeah. have if you have adhd and yeah you're, you're not don't pick up crocheting yeah yes start with animals don't do granny squares because you make one granny square and it's like now make 177 more of these you're not gonna do that. <laughs> what was the name of that person? Elise Myers. You know who that is. You'll see when you. It, it's E L Y S E. You'll know her when you see her. So one square night. One square night. Um, yes. I'm assuming you can make multiple per movie. Like yeah. those don't take any time. They they take me about twenty minutes. Yeah. Because the last round, of course, is always the. You need to pick like a uh, like a TV show that has you know like half hour episodes yeah yeah um and so i'm still technically working on this i finished all the squares uh-huh. for my giant rose quilt or blanket i've decided i'm gonna make it for mirabella cute so you guys got to see i think pink and red last yes. time but here's <gasps> Ooh. all of them the red there's three of each of three colors uh, or four colors of the burnett blankie nice there's room right here right uh, up here so I have three. I saw this in your hand. And I was like, that is so pretty. I have three combinations of layouts. And since I've decided I'm going to give it to Mirabella, I need to ask her opinion about which layout she wants. But she's been gone for two weeks. She's home now. So those are them. I really love how they turned out. Those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so she'll tell me which so one. So blankets are an acceptable yarny thing because she doesn't like yarny things, Oh, right? yeah. This is so soft. She's okay with it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, and she's mad because we all got weighted blankets for Christmas. And, you know, weight to size, right? She's the smallest person. Yeah. I think the boys and I got 16 pounds. And then she got a 12 pound. But the 12 pound weighted blanket at Target wasn't soft. Okay. And all everybody else has soft, like fleecy or fuzzy. Mm. Mine's actually like fur on one side. Nice. Uh, so she's real mad that her weighted blanket is not soft. <laughs> but Bernat Bernat blankie is blanket is soft enough. Nice. Um, she mm-hmm. was very interested in me making them. She could put that under the weighted blanket. She so could. The soft is against her skin. Yeah, but she's still gonna like complain. You gotta find something to complain right. about. Right. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I think those are the main things I'm working on. I did not, I am not going to make the summer sweater as my Bar- Barbenheimer project. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to make um, a different pattern because what I was trying to do is find summer sweater, see how hard the lace pattern actually is, which I don't think is very hard, but is it movie theater? Okay. Right. Because um, ideally a movie theater project is garter stitch or stocking it yes yeah, well, around or something there's the pat there's the chart super and now i also have it now that i know its name <laughs> and get, i like your chart so i take a picture of it no thank it doesn't you doesn't include it because i'm not going to do it in the movies so i don't know when i'm going to start it is my point thank I'm you i'm saying whatever but then you'd have it true true i'll say karen can i look at your chart um i better, better me- 
I'm gonna make sure I save it once I finish. Because usually once I finish it, then I'm like, freeze Michael. Yeah. I am gonna make something called Morelia. Mm. And it looks it really does it have main, mushrooms? It, like morels. Oh, uh no. Nope. Um it does have lace that actually looks kind of similar to the butterfly lace. But it's just a simple, like very few repeat lace. But the thing that's key mm-hmm. is that it's just stockinette for the first part of the sweater. It reminds me a lot Cute. of Tegna, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but it's a uh, yeah, similar shape. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be a lot of boring stockinette and then you get the lace treat instead of lace treat and then boring stockinette. I think that's a good way to do it, you know? Yeah. To put the fun at the like end. Like for the carrot. Exactly. Because otherwise I'm never going to do the boring part. Party at the bottom. <laughs> Party at the bottom. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, Karen, you said you didn't finish anything? I finished the top. Of yeah, that, that counts. Well, so Yay. I finished that. Congratulations. That was really... That was... it. I kind of want to do big block quilts for a while. That was so satisfying. It is fun because you don't, I, my least favorite part of making a quilt is assembling the top and like sewing the rows and the columns. I hate that part. I don't know why I hate it. So the bigger the blocks, the less of that I have to do, right? <laughs> well, once this is done, then I will go and start working on the rows. I have all the squares I need for a, a giant king size puff quilt puff you know quilt mm-hmm. blank but um I, ha- I have them ready to stuff and do rows i did the layout i've got them marked i just haven't been motivated to to actually do it i understand because it's a lot of small stuff yeah so cool. i think i need to it's just like with knitting projects you have the thing that challenges you and you have the the ma- the the easy quick satisfying yeah. one i think that i need that for quilts also <clears throat> well i have a couple things i finished um james asked me to make him a <clears throat> excuse me bigger dice bag for his D dice um because we've been playing with his uh cousin and his partner and their friend and um being learning to play D and I I buy one set of dice and I'm like, cool, I got my dice. But then you become a dice goblin and then you're like, I want those shiny dice and yeah. I want those metal dice and I want those dice because those are pink. <clears throat> so James has a lot of dice because he's the game master. So he needs to, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. Um, so I stole his dice bag when I left the house this morning. Um, so I made a little zipper pouch. I love that. Is that leftover from his quilt? Yeah, this is the backing of his reptile quilt I made last summer. So I found a scrap of it, enough for a little zipper pouch. And his last one was like a little flat um, like pencil pouch that I made. Um, but this one has a little squared off bottom so it can fit a lot more. Mm-hmm. <coughs> With the little fun reptile guys. Oh, sorry. I just knocked, knocked my microphone. Um, Me too. Sorry. And it fits <clears throat> much more dice. So I made that and then I made another one because I was like, well, I don't know what fabric he wants me to make it out of. So I made two more. Um, one of them is this um, pirate fabric. <laughs> I love it's it. like pirates and bandanas. <clears throat> so it's a black background with little pirates wearing little purple bandanas and the pattern looks sort of bandana-ish and it's got like <clears throat> metallic gold accents and then I used a gold zipper and then the inside I lined with a scrap of an actual bandana that I had. Oh, um, that's fantastic. He didn't want this one. He was like, no, I like the reptile one. So now I have a, a, a pirate um, zipper pouch. Um, 
And then I was, I had the morning off one day. I didn't have anything to do. I think it was like a Tuesday. Um, and my drop-in doesn't start till one. So I was like, I'm just going to go in my office. And I sort of had organized my fabric a little bit. Um, it has blown up since then. But I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to go play and make something. Um, so I made a Holland pouch. The pattern is by, um, hold on, let me look, Center Street Quilts, I think. Um, and it's a, yeah, Center, Center Street Quilts. It's, I think this is something I've been wanting to make. I've made a couple of them. Um, and then I was like, oh, what am I going to make? I'll make another one of those. So I made him a Ninja Turtle one. Aww. So I had this turtle fabric from so a couple years ripes. ago. And then, so I was like, I'll use the, you make like a quilted panel. So I used the turtles on the outside and then I used, um, I've stuffed it full of fabric for a picture, but it's got pizza fabric on the inside mm-hmm. for the Ninja Turtles. And then I was like, what color am I going to use for the accent? Oh, I'll do all four colors of the turtles. So I've got purple, orange, red, it's and blue perfect. with That's a bright fantastic. green zipper. So I was like, I made it and I gave it to him and I was like, I don't know what you could do with this, but I made this for you. And he was like, okay, I'll do something with it. Um, so that was very fun. And then I made another one. This is the medium size of the pattern. And then this is the small. I made this one more for me. Oh, it's cute. Because I had a cute little piece of this fabric. Um, this one, <clears throat> it was sort of in timeout. I made this one in my studio. And I made this one, the one with the little rainbows, at home on two different machines. And the problem with this pattern is that you're sewing through a lot of layers at some points. And my machine was skipping stitches and I got really Ooh. frustrated. So this one is in timeout. It's technically still unfinished on the inside, but like it's a finished bag. It holds things. It's yes. just I haven't put the bindings on the inside yet. Um, but I got mad at it. So someday I'll finish that one. Um, That's not the thing I want to make from her, but it was in my brain because I've been looking at her. Mm-hmm. Content she's got a lot of cute patterns. And I she's got to make the Alpen ba- belt bag. Yes. Uh, a lot of her patterns are similar in that you start with a quilted panel and they're finished on the inside with um, like binding. Um, and she's got a huge version of this that I own called the Holland Duffel, which is basically the same, but much bigger to make a duffel bag. And I'll make one of those one day too. But I've made a, it's probably three or four of these at this point. But that's a fun little pattern for like some cute fabric that you want to focus. Mm-hmm. I was um, considering the Holland duffel. Yes. <laughs> but I'm going to make the travel duffel from by Annie. I have a great, really basic duffel bag pattern. Like if you want like a basic duffel bag, um, I'll have to Google it when somebody else is talking, talking but I've made it three or four times. Huh. Um, and then I made a little crocheted dice bag for myself <laughs> because I don't have that many dice. But yeah. um, I had a little partial ball of Holly Festival um a madeline tosh colorway mm-hmm. so i crocheted a little a little bag with a little uh drawstring little tie at the top and uh yeah so I'm all my little my little dice live in there so cute. Oh, i think um, them. i was telling alexander about your awesome dice tray i'm like i'm gonna do something for you that i have done for your siblings uh-huh. and not helped you with for our holiday gift exchange i'm like you need to make everybody these dice bags. Yes. And all I want is my second sock. Because he knitted socks uh-huh. for everybody this mm-hmm. year. But he didn't make Kevin's in my second sock. <laughs> no. Someday. So I'm like, you don't have to make anything new for me. I just want the second sock. Yeah. Um, but you should make those you other should three make these dice trays. Katie's awesome dice trays. Like, I'm thinking about crocheting dice bags. <laughs> there you <laughs> so go. I'm thinking about making that instead. It's just like a satisfying little, like, baggy. It's very cute. Oh, it's um, let me check my list. Oh, I made this pink hat behind me. Very cute as well. Um, We've gotten so many comp- 
compliments on that and like where is it when is it can we do it can we sign up for it it's a Tell i them all to sign up for beginning knitting. yeah it's a beginning knitting project um the way i've structured beginning knitting before i think at some point we were doing it for two sessions and now we're doing it over three sessions so in the first class we learned to knit cast on knit and bind off so it's like the basic the homework project is like a garter stitch scarf the second class my students learn to knit and purl and then how to do ribbing and then the third class will learn like yarn overs and decreases and stuff like that so in the second class i was like well what kind of ribbed something can we make that would be easy for them so it's a ribbed panel basically it's knitted flat you cinch up the top you don't have to do any decreases you sew up the back and you put a pom-pom on top um so I made a quick uh, Rasta bright pink ribbed hat. Um, took me, I don't know, 45 minutes. Um, those are all of the things on my list of things that I have finished this month. Congratulations. What have you finished, Dan? Well, I have finished one thing, but I'm extremely proud of it. And I'm really excited to show you guys because you guys have done a lot more structured bags than I have. Mm. Ooh. So Kevin has a CPAP, mm-hmm. and he recently got a new model. And also before that, the CPAP he had, which is a you know breathe, sleeping breathing machine, if uh-huh. you don't know about it, um, it was like a cheap nylon bag that was shredding anyway. So I'd yep. already been kind of eyeballing it, thinking I should surprise him with a new travel bag, because how hard would that be? So... Um, he was getting ready for a big trip and he's like so could i maybe have that and we had also just gotten back from our slightly smaller big trip and i was like i felt like i had like two weeks before you have to leave and i really only had like four days Uh but thankfully i've been thinking about it a lot already so he made a little sketch of the base of the bag and how tall the machine is and everything and i put together i was wondering what this pattern was that's great i made it cute um so it's just like a train case, which, I mean, the way I describe it is it's a three-quarter rounds, has a zipper kind of around three-quarters of it. And I'm very proud of myself because I invested in the zipper tape. Nice. Which is very expensive. It is. You get a lot of zippers, but it's expensive. Yeah. Um, and so I put the two zippers on to make it easier to unzip. Cool. And one of Kevin's favorite... Um, fabrics is a luchador which are mexican wrestlers mm-hmm. and he thought it was all was gone like, so he doesn't know that i'm making him a new luchador Ooh. shirt so he thinks this is just stash so, so this I is his bag it with yeah his favorite cute fabric i like how the um, seams are finished inside they're I'm so really, tidy i'm like pretty proud of myself yeah yeah i got a lot the, of work the by annie um Oh, bedding, bag. and I put um, a little pocket where he can put like the tubing and everything. Did you in. put elastic on the top? I did. Oh, that knitting that is so smart. Well, I was looking it at her really patterns helps. more, like at her uh-huh. patterns, and I see she uses the fold over elastic. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I didn't want to do that. I have it, but I don't know how. Like eventually, that's gonna. I don't know. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot easier for me to replace a little yeah. piece of elastic in here than having to replace the whole, like, re-elasticize the top. Yeah. The top. Yeah, mesh doesn't like to be torn out and put back together again. No, I would never do it. I'd just have to make them a new bag. Yeah, there you go. But I could probably muster replacing the quarter-inch elastic. So that looks great. This is the one great. thing I finished, but that I'm looks really awesome. proud of it. And now I'm, like, in a, I want to make structured bags mode. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did just... um 
I didn't have time to like figure out heavier duty interfacing. Also, it's a travel bag, so you don't want it to weigh yeah. too much extra. Mm-mm. So um, I just did the um, Pellon fusible fleece on mm-hmm. both pieces, the lining and the outer. And um, it just has this sometimes carry that's, handle. Sometimes that's all the structure you need. Sometimes well, foam is too bulky. It stands up on its own. It does. It's been pushed around and shoved a little bit. But when there's stuff in it, it's fine. Yeah. And um, I will make him a carry handle. I've got the D-rings in place, but I didn't have time. And she ha- by Annie has a free pattern for that. But you also have to buy, like, all her notions to go sure. with it. <laughs> Um, so here's his $55 uh, CPAP bag. It looks great. I actually, you don't need to get them from Biannis because I already bought them like a couple years ago. I have like the, the hooks that go on that are one inch oh, wide. Oh, well, I end up buying it. These are an inch and a half. No, well, they, or no, this they're either inch it. or inch and a half. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the, the, the clip, I have got the clip part that goes onto your D-ring. Yeah, I have it already. Yeah, you already got <laughs> Thank that. you. <laughs> Good to know. Next section. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm going to make her, I want to make some more patterns from her. I'm going to make the place for everything. I mean, this, I made up the bag pattern, but going on her website, it's like, what else you got? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm thinking of the travel duffel, but what's the, the, the very cool duffel bag? The duffel, I've made it three times. I made one for myself. I made one for Marshall. And then I made one for James out of one of my grandpa's old army cots. Oh yeah. I remember that. Oh it's yeah. from so four home, like the number four home. And it's called the safari duffel. It's like a real basic, like your basic duffel that is bag. That's a very nice bag. Um, and I use it all the time. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a free pattern. Uh, highly recommend. I haven't made a bag like a, with all, like that's my favorite thing. Like all the hardware and all the yeah. zippers in the pockets. And it's so mm-hmm. fun. I haven't done that in forever. Wow. Well, it's just so much to, to like time. to like gather like all of the things. Well, that's the thing is like like these other two patterns I'm thinking of making. It's like a novel, the yes. supply list. It's yeah, crazy. Um, I have a bag pattern that I have everything ready to go. I just don't have time to cut the fabric, and it's a, a so sweetness. Um, it's one of the new ones from the most recent bundle that she had. Mm. But you can get it outside of the bundle, and I can't think of the name of it. But it's basically, it's a water bottle carrier for your really big water bottles Mm -hmm. that also has a pouch in the front that carries your wallet and all your other stuff. I saw that. It's very cute. Yeah. Like mist, it's like misty water bottle uh, with a a crossbody strap. I have everything for it, including the, like the top, Mm -hmm. the drawstring has, um, there's a word for it. It's that like it's like parachute fabric. Oh, ripstop nylon. Ripstop nylon. Mm. Yep, I got that in multiple colors because I couldn't decide. And that's what's on the inside of the duffel bags that mm-hmm. I made. And I'm like, there's so much I wanted to do before my trip, but you know. Yeah, I have been daydreaming about the new noodle head pattern, the Harrelson belt bag. Yeah. I'm gonna make that, that someday. Up. I there's this great twill that we got in at Super Buzzy, and <laughs> I really want to make it. And it's like someday I'll just you know I'll I'll have all of the supplies gathered, and it'll be the perfect storm of time that I have to make it. But uh, it has not happened yet. But that's okay. I'll make it someday. Um, who wants to talk? Well, I guess if we're going in order, Karen, anything that you're excited about, obsessed with this month? I haven't had energy to obsess with anything. My obsession is trying to breathe really clearly before I go to a high altitude. So <laughs> it's not very exciting. 
Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so far, I've been on the steroids for about a week and a half, and it's it's better-ish. I'm clearer, but I still feel my chest get tight sometimes. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, maybe we're going to stay, we're going to stay, we're going to camp the first night in Independence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we gave ourselves an extra night. And I'm wondering if the, being at a slightly better, a different, uh, having one night at, at, at like a halfway point will help my acclimation. Yeah. Maybe. So Probably we'll, couldn't hurt. We'll find out. Right. Um, yeah, there are camping places that like I've learned. I'm like, uh, that's yeah, the elevation is too high. And I just feel like crap the whole time I'm there. So it's like, it's not, it's not worth it to go there unless I'm going to be there for like a few days. Normally it's like, I get up there, I feel like crap for a day and then it's time to go home because it's right. like, we're doing My a Friday to Sunday or something. Super, um, sensitive to altitude. Yeah. Um, well I have been, um, as I was talking about dice and, and looking at dice and all the dice that I want to buy, um, dice making videos and people who make I dice no so, i was obsessed with that for a minute like there's a couple one that years I've, ago. i recently followed and it said that you already followed them and i was like oh okay hi Anna." <laughs> um, <laughs> is that that like she's this cute girl who does a busy bunch of wizard custom. dice yeah. yes her dice are a they're fortune. so cool they're super cool i know she made this one dice a few years ago it might have just been last winter because i was really thinking about getting on her custom uh -huh. list uh-huh it's $135. I know. <laughs> but the, like all of the work and the customization she does. Oh, it's, it's like, totally oh, worth it. They're so yeah. cool. I'm not going to buy them, but I do like to look at them. She's actually on maternity leave right now, oh, so okay. she's not making dice anyway. She put teeny tiny magic cards yes, in one. I know. I was like, how am I not ordering they're that so cool. for all of them in my family? I know. They're so cool. Oh, because they cost $135. I saw in one of her videos, I like fell down this big old rabbit hole. And usually a dice set is a set of seven. And it, she was making it for this group of friends. And there were seven of them that played. So it was like each one was going to get one of the dice from the oh, set, which is very cute. Like which that. is $130 for seven people's present. Like, that's not that bad. Right. But, yeah, I'm not buying them. Um, but they're really fun to watch her videos. Um, and then on, so that's on Instagram, Busy Wizard Dice. And then on YouTube, Ribonator. Um, this is some YouTube channel and he makes resin dice and so I've just been watching all his like experiment videos and all the dice that he makes. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so fun. And and James went through a period a few years ago now where he wanted to learn how to do resin dice and he has resin and he has molds and he's got <laughs> color and all these things. I'm like, how do you expect me not to do that, James? Right? You have all the supplies <laughs> I have most of the supplies already. Oh my gosh. Okay, what so, do we need to do to have a dice making workshop? Like, <laughs> yeah, just right. Just the three of us. I told, um, I'm in. Yeah, I really I haven't done it yet. Ask but James I'll if we learn. Can, ask James if we can borrow his stuff. Okay, and we'll replenish whatever the like um, exhaustibles are. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think the expensive part is like the actual resin. Yeah. Um, but he had a hell of a time doing it and never got a successful set. So well, I'm like, that's where I'm well, like. Yeah. But then I'm like thinking, I'm like, but I'm good at making things, so like maybe I would be good at it. Well, I that's don't know. the thing. We watch a lot of videos, <laughs> and we have a natural talent. I always like to think like I I've. I told James, I'm like, I pretty much believe that I could do, I can make anything. Yes. Yeah. And that's not always true. A lot of times I'm like, that sucked and I was bad at it. But going into the thing, I'm like, I could make that. Yeah. But you don't but know. Which is a good attitude until you, until you start it. The thing 
with it that stopped me from buying it is like there because I was like, I bet I could do this as a really great. This would be a great Christmas exchange gift. Yeah. But then I was like, there's these people and they charge a lot of money for this. Yes. I bet it's not as easy as they make it look in their process. I video. don't think it is. <laughs> and there's also like a lot of equipment that I don't have that it's like if you're right, not making them to sell pressure cookers, pressure pots and yeah. vacuum chambers. And yes. I'm like. And they're like, for the average person, you don't need this. But I'm like, but how? What, they're not going to turn out good if I don't have those exactly. things. But no, I, I I posted in our in our D&D group chat today and I was like, please tell me I don't need to pick up a new hobby. And James was like, don't do it. And everybody else was like, do it, do it. You so, just remind James and his thousand new pets, okay? Yeah, right. We only have two right now. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been excited about uh, on on the interwebs lately. Uh, that's a great. I I um, I'm with you. You support my yeah. my mm-hmm. next month. I'll come with like finished objects and die sets. But I think that'd be amazing. Probably not. <laughs> or or if, you know, if you just want to bring all the stuff, yes, we'll do it together. Do it together. Together, we're shitty at it. Yeah. Um, I think you can like pop them by. You don't have to have the pressure. Cooker no, thing. and you can use like fire to do it too, which yeah. sounds exciting. Yeah. Maybe I have a culinary here. torch. Maybe not here. No. On the patio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You might have to do most of it out there. I think it's pretty toxic. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, breathing. You need like respirators and stuff. Yeah. Hey, I actually have one of those respirator respirator masks if you want oh. to. Because for the um, brains. I mean, Katie, you're not going to get told no here. No, no I know. Yeah. This is a friendly place. Yeah. We're just going to yes and. Yeah. And, J- and James is not going to stop me. Oh, no, no. No, no. We <laughs> he know knows that. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I mean, he already bought all the stuff. He has most of the thing. I was looking at it today. Um, and he's not actually using it right now. So, no, you know, it's just sitting around. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. That's a pretty good obsession. Uh, I am obsessed with the show. Okay. And I've been prophesizing it or whatever, trying to recruit people to watching it. If you have not watched it already, I skipped the first season because I was like, meh. Okay. Everybody's excited about this. I don't want to be part of something everybody's excited about. Class fan. But then I <laughs> didn't have anything to watch. And I really like Jeremy Allen White from Shameless. Yep. He's my favorite character from that sh- show. Um, the Bear. Yeah. Have you watched The Bear? <gasps> I, I have the not. Show. I'm on episode four. Of so season... Good. One. It okay. only just started. Two, there are two seasons, Karen. Aren't you oh, lucky to I'm find so that lucky. out? Yes. Okay. Season one was just a giant stress ball for me. Yeah. But season two is the payoff. It's not much less stressful. And I was telling everybody at work, if y'all think a funeral home is a quiet, calm place to work, you're wrong. <clears throat> so I was like, hey, everybody, this is like the level of stress that we deal with, but it's like separated enough mm-hmm. that so you don't like feel the same onus <laughs> of it so you can kind of like schadenfreude their stress yeah and appreciate it um and i have a co-worker who like he's like oh the shameless growing up of like the kids paying the bills and all that stuff that was my growing up like we had to kind of hide money and make sure things got paid for that his parents were not <laughs> taking care of and i was like wow that's awful because i didn't have you know for the foibles of my growing up I, my parents took care of the things um but the toxic and dysfunction of the family in the bear i get so i was like hey guys you like shameless now you can understand my family if you watch the bear <laughs> which is not totally fair but anyway watch shameless oh yeah shameless is very good it's a yeah. uk it's a remake yeah. of a uk show 
but set in Chicago, also set in Chicago. Both um, these shows are set in Chicago. It's really good. Yeah. Really good. So if you're looking for something to watch, cool. it's supposed to be a comedy. And everybody's like, what is, what's it about, Anne? I'm like, oh, this young man the bear is gets not a comedy. left. It is. It's billed as dark comedy. Okay. And it's getting, it's all its Emmys nom- nominations are for like comedy stuff. You think that's just another way of being able to like, you know, like when you enter things in the fair, if you oh, can't you... find one category that you might win in, you'd find another that's adjacent. Maybe. Um, I guess it's, parts of it were sort of. Yeah. It's very dark. It is. It's more dark than comedy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's a dark comedy. Uh, this young man inherits his family restaurant after his brother commits suicide. It's great. Uh-huh. You're going to love it. <laughs> but it is. So then really cousin good. is not really cousin. My husband, my they'll explain it, Karen. Yeah, right. They'll explain it. Because it's more of a. Like, my husband tried to explain. Well, when you're Italian, you're all sort of cousin. He's not Italian though. But they're not. I know. No, I, I mean, like those characters are the Berizzatis are Italian, but he the, is. But but because is because is no no. He's, he's like not you're Italian. not even Italian. It's yeah. like well, oh, I'm more Italian than that guy. You get to season two. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, good. I'm completely obsessed with it. Okay, right. and I agree with that obsession. Binging with Babish, he's doing like a lot of the foods they mm-hmm. show. <gasps> I follow, or James does, so it's been showing up on my TV, like all of these delicious looking foods. I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta watch the show because everything looks really yummy. I was gonna do the omelet that's yes. near the end of season two, but um, I just haven't had the energy. But I did get a special fine mesh colander that has like two layers of mesh, so when I whip my eggs, it'll be really well done. Nice. The, oh my gosh, I obsess over ga- c- cooking gadgets. This is just a colander. <laughs> but wait, wait till you, wait till you, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I I'm use so, my fine mesh colander so for like everything. Katie, watch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will in five years after everybody else has that's, Well, I mean, it. it will definitely have a season three. That's what I know so okay. far. Um, cool. And you got excited <clears throat> about Jeremy Allen White. I just knew what was coming okay. when you mentioned that because right. everybody on the internet is. Because he's like... Very appealing to me, but he's not my usual. Um, right. But he's very appealing. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. The end. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we'll see you next month and check out our book club. Um, we just had an episode out that was Karen's book club pick, and we'll have another one coming up in a few weeks. So if you like to read, you can read along with us and you can check out our Patreon if you want to hear more from us. And someday we'll do a bonus episode where Anne talks about things that are making her mad this week. And uh, <laughs> well, next, next time is my birthday month. So I think oh, yeah, we could do it for that. <laughs> um, or maybe we just need like Anne's like corner. Like you just get like two minutes. <laughs> the soapbox. Yeah. Anne's rants. <laughs> All right. It's, it's about Main Street every time. Yeah, just a different thing about Main Street. Okay, got it. That's awesome. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Lecrevin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 